You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There's just something extremely satisfying of knowing you are completely in the right. Uh-huh. And you could do something <laughs> about it, but it's it's hilarious at the same time. You should have. I don't know. No, I mean, what I don't know I, what, what was I going to do. I don't know what you would have done, but I mean, there, I feel like there's something that could have been done. I mean, I'm not going to fight over the bikini barista. Sure. But it hasn't come down time, to fisticuffs yet. Well, no, no, but it was just hilarious that this guy thought maybe it should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's protecting his property, guys. I, I guess so. <laughs> Apparently. To despite business. Yes. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, right now, if you go to funemploymentradio.com slash store, you, yes, you, can pre-order a Fun Employment Radio sweatshirt. Oh, my God. Fun Employment Radio sweatshirts on sale right now. Only 17 more days. 17 more days. So yes. you need to get your order in. It's a pre-sale. So you got to get them now. There won't be any afterwards. You have until November 14th. At 5 p.m. Pacific time. Yes, because I was told it was very important to set a particular time. So if you don't get one, you know, like 11.59 that night. So we have to do it by 5 p.m. Yeah. So we can get all the artwork in, get them ready so that we can ship them all out to you. Uh, well in time for Christmas or whatever your holiday you're going to be celebrating. Yeah. Or just the cold weather. Or the cold weather. Or perhaps you're just like, hey, I love this person and they need a new sweatshirt. Maybe I should buy it for them. And well, maybe I could support two local businesses. Not only, uh, you know, Greg and myself and the network that has, you know, that hosts all of the amazing shows that we have. Also. Also, the company that's making them is a local company here in Portland. Yes. And it helps out everybody. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Funemploymentradio.com slash store. Go there now. Get yours. It's awesome. Yes. All right. So we, we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today, but I do need to talk about this because it was, I just could not help but bust up laughing at this. So uh, our studio, of course, located in uh, southeast Portland, a very nice studio, and we uh, we usually have coffee here that we make. We sure do. We, and, until fueled, we run out of it. Until we run out of it. We go through a lot of... Of coffee, a lot of coffee. Let's just say we like we've taken it from quality down to just quantity because we're just trying to start buying like we buy the huge tubs of coffee because we make like we basically go through like a pot at least a day. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd say at least. Mm-hmm. Well, and so we uh, we got here to the studio today, getting prepared, going through our stuff, and realized we didn't have any, which of course means I have to make a sacrifice, and I did sacrifice for the good of the show. Yeah, meaning I uh, drove over to our local neighborhood bikini barista establishment just you because ha- it's the closest. It really isn't the closest. But and I, I know at this point to not even try to argue this with Greg. They're hardworking girls. You know they need they need money too. There were two girls in there today. Oh, two for the price of one. Decided Did they get a double tip then? They were no, not a double tip because the other one just kind of stood there. She didn't really uh, talk to me. But the uh, they were decidedly less bruisey than normal. A lot less bruises. I have to say these girls actually weren't too bad looking. Okay, but, but they did have. Something amazing when I walked up, when I drove up there. So it's what it is. It's just one of those Oops. stands. Okay. Yeah, well, yes, they did have that. <laughs> there, there was that. So, so it's one of these stands that you know, just like a self-service, like a cart, essentially. You know, what's the proper word for this? I'm, it's a it's a drive-through stand. Drive-through stand. Yeah. Yes, drive-through stand. Basically, it's a little teeny pink shack full of girls with m- bountiful breasts in it. Yeah. There we go. Just that like is that. what it is. And coffee. And, and coffee. <laughs> and so I pulled up there and. Um, there was a guy that was not in a car, just standing outside of the of the shack, and talking to one of the girls. And it's like, okay, well, that's kind of odd because Wait, standing like in the place that you're supposed to drive up to, standing in the drive-through part. Now there huh. is a walk-up part on the other side, but he was standing in the drive-through part, and I was thought, okay, well, this is kind of weird. So I pull up with my truck, and I, I just kind of wait there. 
uh, you know, giving him ample room, I guess, to finish his order. And he just turns around and just starts glaring at me. Uh-oh. As I'm pulling up to the How to dare the you support his girlfriend's business? Well, How is, dare you? This is what I, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So the, the guy is, is sitting there glaring at me, and uh, he's got one of those, like, beards that kind of looks like sync beard from, like, 1998. Ooh, like, one of, like, the, like the chin strap beards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and maybe that's the wrong description, of it, but it's it's like an in sync mm-hmm. beard, and uh, it takes a lot of time. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have used that word. But <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. Uh, anyway, this is what he had, and uh, he's sitting there glaring at me. I'm like, all right, this is this is awkward. I'm mm-hmm. pulling up where I'm supposed to do, and he slowly starts walking away and walking to go around the car. All the meanwhile, maintaining eye contact with me with this like like attempted mean mugging stare. And, and he starts walking around. And as he's walking around, I just kind of started laughing. I'm like, wow, that was ridiculous. Yeah. And so I pull up and, um, and you know, I place my order with the lovely bikini barista. Sure you do. What kind of bikini was she wearing? Was it bikini or was it underwear? Was she an underwear it barista? It was a bikini. It was okay. a bikini this time. Yes. It was small. Was it some sort of Halloween themed? I would, I would assume that maybe they accessorized for the holidays. Didn't really pay attention to what color it was. Okay. Not really what I was looking, looking mm-hmm. at. Uh, darker color in something? I'd, uh, yeah. Not really what I was looking at. Um, but... Uh, she takes my order and then she turns around and the guy has gone over to the other side. Yes, in the chat, that is exactly the kind of kind of uh, Joey Fatone's beard. beard. Joey Fatone beard. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Somebody who takes a way too much time to cultivate this thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's what this guy had. He looks actually a lot like lot like Joey Fatone. Um, and uh, the Maybe it was is him, leaning over on the other know. side and and she leans over and it looked like she either gave him like a kiss or a hug or something. So I deduced, okay, this must be the boyfriend. Mm. This must be who this guy is. Sure. And uh, and I'm sitting there at place my order, just waiting in line, as you're supposed to do, waiting outside the window. And the guy comes walking back around the corner. And as soon as he gets into line of sight past the shack, he instantly goes back into the glaring at me. And that he's so weird. It was so weird. He started walking past me. And as he's walking, glaring so much so that as he's walking past through the parking lot, he keeps his head constantly locked on. Please me. tell me he did a Kanye and ran into a pole. Uh, no, but it gets, it, it was pretty good. Okay. So he's doing this glare at me. And the thing is, you know, I'm a small guy. I don't, I don't get into fights, but this guy, I could take this guy. <laughs> this, this guy was not <laughs> this is, And this is the difference between men and women at the, at the most fundamental <laughs> this, core is like, you're sitting there talking about this guy's glaring at you and all you're thinking in your mind is I could take him. Oh, I could. This guy is not a challenge for anyone. He is not tough looking in any way, but he's trying to act really tough and meanwhile all I'm doing is being a customer at, yeah. the, at the bikini it's not like I'm hitting on her not like I'm doing anything I'm just a customer in line and he's, uh, he's as he's walking glaring at me I couldn't help it I was looking at first just trying to understand what was going on and then I just started laughing and I just started laughing hysterically because it was so it was so awkward and ridiculous I'm laughing at it. he didn't like that he did not like that very much. No, don't so kind of kind of toughened up a little bit more, and like like narrowed because yeah, nothing's a little as more. tough like a creepy boyfriend hanging out around noon <laughs> at his girlfriend's bikini barista <laughs> drive-through shop. Like, and, wow, that's pretty yeah, fucking tough. Yeah, and so the guy the guy keeps on walking through the parking lot, and I just can't help it. I'm just laughing to myself in my truck as I'm watching this guy go and I watch him go over and get into his uh, he had like a Bronco or something like that it was like a Ford Bronco and he starts pulling back uh, into, uh, out of the parking lot and as he's pulling back he once again locks eyes once again starts staring at me and I'm sitting there and I'm laughing and he try, he attempts to do like a really cool peel out I think is what he was going for Okay. and as he did it you hear the car just go 
<laughs> and you see the frantic in his eyes like oh no oh oh i look i don't look very good right now and he's, he's trying to like restart it and uh finally gets it restarted and then peels out of the parking lot wow in in front of other traffic so i was very intimidated and it was uh it was very very scary yes this i can tell you seem quite terrified i was quite terrified of him in his ford bronco and his staring and his immaculate that's beard. like kind of like those guys that uh whose girlfriends like like work at strip clubs for example because i had like a um i had a boyfriend a long time ago whose ex-girlfriend was a stripper and he would go in and watch her on her shift which i never really understood because i'm like aren't you kind of distracting from well before we get into this should we probably bring on our, our super secret guest oh we do have a super secret i guest. think we probably should okay super yes secret our super guest? secret super athletic guest yes indeed. if we might bring up absolutely hey, i only know one person in this room that ran a 5k this weekend and it wasn't you or i it wasn't me Mm-mm. i can say that <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcoming now to fun employment radio mr aaron duran hi everybody hi aaron you look so Svelte. You look like you just spent the weekend all running around from ch- getting chased by zombies. Yeah, I feel. I don't know if I feel svelte, but I feel pretty good. That's good. You should Mainly feel I'm, good. I'm recovering now. Oh yesterday, yeah. Yesterday yeah. was rough. Yeah. Yesterday was really rough. Was it the like having a hard time sitting, standing up, doing yes, anything? Move- oh, yeah. I hate that feeling. Like you'd sit down, and you're like, ah, oh, this feels so good. You sit there for like an hour and a half, and you're like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. You get up, you start to stand up, your body goes, whoa, 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 turbo. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you think these muscles were going to move today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that full 24 hours after. Because you do something because your body's in shock, basically, because you're doing something unnatural. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, by running, like by forcing yourself to run that far. I mean, after we did Hood to Coast, I couldn't even sit for the next day. Yeah, I think if you're in good shape, your body can do that. Okay, well, should we talk about then what Aaron uh, Aaron did this weekend, or what well, was your we'll, question? We'll talk about strippers, then we'll we'll talk about me. okay. So so what was there's boobs so, right now. So. so what was your question? No, there? so I was asking, is this kind of like is the guy loitering around like her place of business, you know, m- m- like mean mugging guys who could potentially give her tips, therefore making her you know be able to pay for her rent and stuff? So the same kind of thing as the guys who go and like watch their stripper girlfriend well, go and strip. But was he just dropping her off, or was he clearly hanging out? He was—I don't know. I don't know. He was, was hanging out. It seemed to be. I mean, he was—he was hanging out there. He was standing in the drive-through lane. Okay. And that's when I, you know, committed the terrible crime of driving up to a you? drive-through coffee place, uh, which obviously I, I'm a terrible person for this. And then he was hanging out on the other side, and then I think she had to get to work. So maybe he was mad because I was there and she had to work. No, Maybe that was she part was working of it. for you for your sweet, sweet dollar bills. Yeah, yeah. which, yeah, there was not much, uh, not much sexiness going on there. Mm-hmm. She handed me two coffees. That was really oh, the extent wow. of the Too yeah. hot. She clearly wants too me. Hot. Maybe too I should be hot. flattered that he feels I'm that intimidating yeah. in my in my truck as I pull up. That's right. I look that badass that that she's gonna just drop. Turn around, buddy. Greg's got to show her the tip. That's right. <laughs> That's right, pal. <laughs> no, but is that? I mean, do you guys know anybody who's dated a stripper that goes and like watches them strip? Have you ever known uh, anybody? Because I always thought that was kind of weird. But then again, I don't know because I have never dated I mean, a stripper. To me, I think that would be really weird. I've never actually dated a stripper, <gasps> and I think I, that would be. That would be really uncomfortable. I go. do know someone that dated a stripper, and they would they would see her, but I don't think it was like titillating. Think, uh, yeah, it was more like this was a place that he would meet his buddies because they all worked jobs that went into like one a.m. Mm-hmm. So they'd all meet there, and she would get off like a half hour later, and then they'd all go hang out. So I think by default, they would see her strip. But, like, it wasn't the intention to go and see the girlfriend strip. Okay. Yeah, because um, this guy would actively, like, go down during And I knew her, too, and I actually felt... <laughs> this is so bad. She's really nice, and she was a good stripper. And I'm, there's no, But I always felt bad that whenever I went to this establishment and she was there, I was always felt obligated to, like, add more. 
Oh, yeah. Like, the last thing I need is like, thanks, Aaron, cheap bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You don't like my naked body? What's yeah, going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you sit at the rack, you should be tipping. Like, mm-hmm. every song, you should be tipping. But if you're sitting at the bar or the table far back, it's still, I believe, customary. One or two dollars up. Yeah. You know, for their hope of what? You're clearly not watching the stripper. Yeah. It's but even then, I was like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> and like, everyone at the table, like, we all knew her. We like, make the collection. Come, we can't be those guys. No, you and can't. A couple go of the girls, it was like, we can't be the friends that, like, Hey, we stopped by your place. Oh, how much did you tip? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I wasn't looking at you. We weren't at the rack. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah that is awkward. I yeah. I would say for myself, if I were to date a stripper, I would absolutely not be going to watch her at work. Yeah, that would that, that just har- seems uncomfortable because, I mean, you know what she does. So it's not like if you were going to date a stripper, you know what her job is. Yeah. Like, there's no illusion. She's taking her clothes off for other men She's and dancing in- for them and yes. giving them lap dances and that stuff. That's what you. That's what you bought into, but it doesn't mean you have to go watch it. Yeah, yeah. that's that seems a little bit. That was what always kind of bothered me. It didn't bother me about the fact that he dated a stripper. It bothered me about the fact that because it seemed just that there was something off that he would always want to go I see. Would, I would probably go once, just and not that I would like get off on it or anything, but it'd be. I think it'd be fun to watch her once. Mm-hmm. But not make a habit. And I'd it. have this weird kind of like if she was good, I'd be like, yeah, look at her. Yeah, good for her, like. She's awesome. Mm. It would be this weird kind of sense of pride, but it wouldn't be a, look at all those other guys wanting her. <laughs> yeah. Because that's a whole nother thing. That's a different, yeah, that's a different ballgame. Was it a boyfriend of yours or an ex? Yeah, well, yeah, an ex-boyfriend, right, clearly. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, everybody, Sarah wasn't the stripper. Yeah, no, it was, it, what? No, it wasn't me. Just making sure. Okay. Like anyone look at me and be like, oh, she looks no, like she'd I be know. a stripper. What? 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 Who? When? He might have been a, um, he might have been a cuckold. A what-old? Really? A, cu- a what? A cuckold? A cuckold? I think I'm saying it right. A cuckold? Cuckold, like C-U-C-L-E-D? Yeah. What's a cuckold? Uh, yeah, here, I'll, I'll find the right spelling. Yeah. I think I know what that is. That's a, And it's generally men. I mean, I, I, I guess it can be a woman, too. But uh, for the most part, as a rule, it's a fetish that men enjoy... Men that enjoy seeing their, their wives or girlfriends or if they're gay, their, their, their partners, um, getting... To a point, hit on and generally getting fucked by other men, and they like hmm. watch. They like to watch it. Like that yeah. is that is sexually so it's a, like a form of like voyeurism. No, it's not voyeurism. That's watching any sexual act. A cuckold actually gets sexual pleasure from watching other men fuck their partner. Huh? And and actually being demeaned while they do it. Like part of the fetish is the other guy telling the woman like you're or the guy you like he can't give it to you this well. He's a, you know he sucks. I'm giving it to you like you. I mean, that's, that's, oh, wow. that's a cuckold. And by the way, I, I know what it is. I am not one because I just know the goddamn text box and the emails. No. Aaron <laughs> well, is not so one of you know so much about it, Aaron? Yeah. So that... Aaron knows a lot about a lot. Or a little about a lot. I love how there's like this, for all your craziness, there's like this nugget of innocence deep inside <laughs> you that comes out once and like, what's a cuckold? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, I really do. Because in your head, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking of someone holding on to something, aren't you? Yeah, a cuckold. Yeah, I like, I thought like a, having a, like a, a grip on something. Is, I don't know what it, what I well, would think I it guess, was. Well, I guess, yeah, that could kind of, that could kind of go I, that, that way. That could be part of it. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I, maybe that's what it is. 
But yeah. he got mad. The guy at the stripper place at the bikini bar got mad. Yeah. Oh, he was pissed. No, he's so just, he was not. He a was. Cuckold. He was mad no. that I was there to in line buying coffee. I don't no. know what it was, but he he decided. You just expressed that, Greg. Clearly, you're a whore yeah. that was in there buying coffee. Right. Yep. No, he's a John. He's yeah. a John. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was trying to steal Where her did away the name from him. John come from? First? I just love how insecure that guy is that he thinks some random dude in the That's line. What he at is. The Seriously, in the middle of the day, you're getting coffee and you're a threat. <laughs> yeah. That should be like a good oh, self. Give yourself a awesome. pat on the back. That's a self esteem booster oh, right hilarious. there. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And not that she's probably listening, but to that bikini barista, that's what we call a warning sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> you probably shouldn't date this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Just uh, by, that's a problem. Just by sheer facial hair alone, you shouldn't be dating this yeah. guy. Well, if also, his facial hair resembles a Joey Fatone's. Well, especially like, don't if do your it. job is to serve coffee in a bikini, probably harassing the customers and glaring at them isn't necessarily the best thing for business. No. Yeah. Betsy, who's in the chat, who uh, owns a bar, she was saying that they. They've had uh, issues with that with girlfriends who had their boyfriends come in. Oh, yeah, boyfriends of bartenders that did this. We always had to have a conversation with them not to do it. Because that would be just – that's uncomfortable for everybody. I have to treat it like a job. Don't come around and fuck around when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's know? a fair point. Yeah. yeah. Cuckold. I learned something new today. Yeah, there you go. Hey. I don't even know how to incorporate it into my next lexicon. I don't know any cuckolds. Maybe I do. You might. And I just don't know it. You probably it's, wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it's not true. like you go around, like, talking about it. Yeah. Just go to people. Are you a cuckold? <laughs> yeah, that, that, you know, <laughs> it's probably not something you should. Do. Although, be careful. You you could get. The, oh like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be cuckolded. If you're yeah, asking nah. about it, it means you might be in. Yeah, all right, I'm not. I'm not going to ask. There's an implied about it. interest in the question. No, yes. like Kenny's neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> or old neighbors. Oh man. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so we were also talking about something amazing that Aaron did over the weekend. It wasn't cuckolding. It was. <laughs> it was a workout. Oh, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was still sweaty at the end, though. <laughs> so, Aaron ran a 5K over this weekend. Yeah, Which is so awesome. And it's your first race you've done, right? It's my first, like, real race. I, I use that cool. phone app that I love, and it has a couple of... It has a couple of 5K races where you're really only kind of going against yourself. And mm-hmm. even that was a big deal for me. This is the first time, like, I signed up, paid the money, like, got my little racing card thing. Oh, did you, way, the, did you a, pin it on? I didn't know you were supposed to bring pins, by the way. They oh, had they them there. Pins, they yeah. did, but like I'm waiting in the car, which we'll get to in a minute, and Jen sends me a text like, baby, did you bring safety pins? No. Because <laughs> it's a whole other world that I know nothing about. It's That's a true. really weird world. It was like dropping you guys off at your first like pop culture convention. You were looking around like, what's going on? That's exactly it. Yeah, but this is for for fit people. Um, mm. <laughs> so, yeah, what it is, it was it's it's they're all over the country. I think the group's just called the Zombie Run. And this one was out at Blue Lake Park. Oh, oh yeah, out uh, by Troutdale. It's out by Troutdale. Yeah. Okay. It's really pretty out there. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's a spot where serial killers like to drop bodies. Oh, that's oh. good to know. Yeah. Um, that's what Dan told me. He's like, <laughs> you know, they found a couple of bodies out there a few years ago. That <laughs> uh, makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of Yeah, no, look at the area. Yeah. It's a place that, yeah. I just figure all parts of Oregon and Washington are just littered with bodies that we haven't well, found yet. Well, it's a place that like, yeah. specifically says, like, no dogs. Mm-hmm. So it's just humans. <gasps> yeah. oh. So there's no dogs to find the bodies. Um it was, but it was really pretty, and they set up a 5K track around the entire park, a five-kilometer track. And basically what it was, you signed up either as a runner or a zombie. And you pay a little bit more to be a runner. Zombies were cheaper. Um, <laughs> and when you get there, you get this belt, and this belt has got three, like, long white strips of cloth. With oh, like Capture the Flag kind. Or not yeah, Capture the Flag. Flag it was totally like whatever, flag yeah. football. You mm-hmm. had, they had little hearts on it, like your lifelines in Legend of Zelda. Okay. okay. They looked exactly right. like those, actually. Awesome. Yeah, it was kind of great. You got three of them. 
And you basically wanted to run the 5K course without losing all of your life. And you didn't get anything special if you didn't. Like, there wasn't like a, here's a hat or a medal. It was like, didn't if you ran it, you ran it. That was it. Mm. Other than your own personal bragging rights. Sure. And how it would go is you would go, man, they sent him out in waves of like 200 runners. There was like 1,000 runners at oh. this event. Okay. Yeah. It, and it, space it out so not Yeah, about every two minutes they send out a group. So, I mean, actually, I will say... It was incredibly organized. Oh, I'm sure. It was so well. I mean, even to our, like, parking and dry. I mean, it was amazingly well organized. So, I'm like, huge hats off to them. But Jen was a zombie. So, I remember <laughs> what I signed up for. I said, baby, I want to do this. You know, do you want to do it? And she went back. She's like, nah, that's okay. Like, I'll, I'll support you and come watch. I don't want to. Five minutes go by. She sends me a text. Sign me up to be a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hunt you. That's, that's my love. Um, she had to get there at seven to do makeup. They did, I think there was like 350 zombies. Oh, they man. They made up 350 people in an hour and a half. Like That's the team impressive. of make And Jen's makeup was really good. Jen's makeup I saw was her picture. terrifying. Yeah. If uh, if I find that picture, can I post that into the chat? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, and then basically what you would do is you'd, you'd start on the run. And, they, and it was really neat. They had spots. They even said, like, you can walk this if you want. If you want to ta- stop and take pictures, like, that's okay. It's mm-hmm. called fun runs. They're not super intense marathon style things. Because they set up props along the track. Like, they had an overturned truck with fake smoke coming out of it. Oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome. They had military gear with, like, fake chemical spills. Like, don't linger, don't linger. I already have Jen's picture. Oh, Um, yeah, I just put it in there, too. So it was really cool how they made it look like you were running through the apocalypse. It was kind of great. That's awesome and terrifying. But then there would be areas, and if you weren't in the front of the pack, you'd start to hear the runners go, ah, shit, because they would have zombies that would come out. They had predetermined areas. The zombies weren't supposed to leave their areas, but they'd come out of the bushes and the trees where they were just waiting for you in the middle of the tracks, in the trails where you'd run. And then what, did they try to run and grab one they of the flags? They try to grab your flags. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And they would, and sometimes there would be only be like two or three just kind of shambling in the road. Other times, there'd be like a horde of 25. Oh, fuck Just that. in like in one like oh, bottleneck area. And even you're, though you're going, no. like you don't stop. Even though it's fake, that's totally freaky though. Oh, and people, yeah. and, and what was great is like it was pretty much open to all ages. Like if you could move, you could do it. If you were under 18, you had to have a sign off from a, a guardian or a parent. So there were like eight-year-olds. And, they, and the kids, they really got into being zombies. Oh, like, I'm sure. Ah! Well, they're quick too. <laughs> oh, they're quick little bastards. Yeah. Um, and they also don't give a fuck if they take all of your flags at once. Like, oh yeah, kid, no. Because when you're older, you know, like social like niceties. But when you're a kid, yeah. you're just like, you just want to fuck up. I mean, there, time. there were some douchebag zombies that were clearly trying to like just grab handfuls of them. Mm-hmm. You know, you were, they weren't supposed to grab one at a time, but you could tell there were a couple that were doing the two hands or whatever. Yeah. And within the first kilometer or so, I lost my first. I lost two of my lifelines. Ah. Because I'm trying to like duck, and, and a couple times I did like the duck and weave, and that worked and spun. A, my knees and ankles can't taking dodging and weaving when, oh, I, when yeah. I'm yeah. on an uneven outdoor trail. This isn't a track. <laughs> it's it's a park. It, it would be like running through like Laurelhurst. It was like running through Laurelhurst Park. Wow. But not on the road part. Like the running gravel. Running through the gra- gravel and grass. Yeah, so and, it's all yeah. – it's beautiful and it's nice, but it's all uneven. Went over a couple wooden bridges over the creeks out there. I mean, it's really wow. pretty. But like I said, I got a little over a kilometer in and I lost two of them already. And I was like, son of a – like I really wanted to pull it off uh-huh. or at least get closer to the end without losing all my life. I had no illusions that I – because, you know, if I was a zombie, I'd be like, I'm going to target the fat ones. That will be so much easier to catch. And I thought and I saw and I was getting – I was about halfway through. I dodged a few more and they didn't get my last one. They didn't get my last one. And I was getting towards the middle of the run at about two and a half kilometers and there's – it bottlenecked from about like a 
25 foot wide course to like 10 feet. Oh. oh. For a solid like 30 yards, it was just this bottlenecked area. And there's like eight zombies all just uh, shum, like waiting. Oh. As as, and you're, and you're coming at them. Like they're just staring at you like ah, with their fake blood and gore and ripped up clothing. <laughs> their arms out. And you're going towards them. Like you have to go through Yeah, them. there's That's, no way around, huh? No, yeah, you can't because they have it roped off also. So you can't like cheat and go around. Yeah. Um, and they have volunteers to make sure people aren't doing that. <laughs> And I had this thought of, like, in my head, I'm like, because you would kick up speed in the hordes to try and give yourself an advantage of ducking and weaving. So you'd, mm-hmm. you'd put on a little more speed. And I thought, you know, these aren't real zombies. They're, they're regular people. <laughs> Which means they have a sense of self-preservation. I'm going to stop ducking and weaving. I am locking in. I'm going full speed straight ahead and I'm going to clearly have the look of saying I'm not moving because of ducking and so weaving. just a bunch of bowling pin yeah, zombies, if right? If ducking and weaving wasn't going to work, they were going to still get me, I was going to switch to blunt force trauma. <laughs> Charge them. And I just, like, I saw the horde coming and I just, I was like, and I think the first time I yelled out, fuck it. And I just pumped as much speed as I could. And I'm I'm a bit I'm like two hundred and seventy five pounds now, which is good for me. I've lost a lot, but I'm like Yay. <sighs> and I'm br- like my lungs like more air, more and I like the head goes down, the eyes go straight <laughs> forward, my arms are just pumping, and a couple of them are going like that. <laughs> and they just realize that like this fat fuck is not gonna get out of the way. <laughs> and they all had the look of like you know what? I'm gonna grab somebody else's little lifeline. <laughs> and every time I saw a group of zombies, I was like, "Fine, but like full speed, like head down." The realization of like, he ain't worth it. <laughs> so I made it through with my one lifeline. You did? I did. Yay! Yeah, that's awesome. There is one guy. There's video footage of it on the. I'll try it because it's really shaky. But for the towards the end, I wanted to get like the last half kilometer of me crossing the finish line, like a big dork. That's kind of a big deal for me. That's to do awesome. Like that. No. There's a guy, There's a, and I'm doing the full... You can actually hear me on the video going, <sighs> like, breathing really heavy. And this guy, the zombie's getting closer and closer to me. And he reaches out, and I was committed. There was no ducking. I was like, mm. no, I'm keeping up this bull in a china shop mentality. <laughs> and on the video, you can actually just see and feel the... Like, I, he's, he went to dodge, and we just slammed my right shoulder to his left, and I fucking spun him. Just, like, awesome. He, and he went, and just went down. And I glanced down, and I'm like, lifeline still intact. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, zombie. <laughs> like, it was, I wouldn't have done that to a kid, but kids got out of the way fast. This guy was like, he had a good, like, three inches on me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fucker, I am not moving. I am not dodging. <laughs> I, I don't care anymore. Like, now I am committed I am getting towards the end with a lifeline intact. Oh, that is awesome. That is so cool. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, I love doing like races like that, but it isn't always kind of intimidating before you start it. Oh, my God. Because so, there's so many more fit people. Like, you never realize that so many fit people exist in the world. I'm like, so okay. I'm sitting in the car. Yeah. Like I said, Jen had to get there early, like two hours before I had to. Runner check-in was at like nine. Zombie check-in was like seven or something like that. So I'm sitting in the car. I'm like, maybe I'll nap. Well, that wasn't going to happen. Like, my nerves began to set in. Yeah, there's no relaxing. So I'm just listening to podcasts on my phone, and half hour goes by, and more and more runners are now showing up earlier, what have you. And they're all like these walking gods. Perfect bodies. Yep. Like, yeah. just men and women, just perfectly Oh, and they can wear spandex, yeah, like, no, like, like their yeah. pants, like and they one, look totally fine on them. One guy gets out of the car, and he's built like a wi- fucking wide receiver in the NFL, and he comes out of the car, oh, and like, does the stretch. He's in mid-stretch, looks at me in the car and goes, does the sup nod. And then decides, 
That'd be a good spot to change shirts. Oh God! Oh, he's just like fucking. Shirt up. Yeah, yeah, and, and like I swear, to God, he probably like prunes his chest hair. Like he's perfectly toned. <laughs> I know this sounds gay as hell, but the guy looked amazing. Puts the other shirt on and does the tuck and looks at me like, yeah. I'm like, really? And I'm looking around more and I'm like, am I the only like fatty here that's not a zombie? Because no offense, you could tell the zombies. <laughs> Because they were, I mean, not all of them. A lot of the zombies were really fit. But, like, the dudes that were wearing, like, the Halo Mountain Dew shirts <laughs> and raggedy sweatpants, <laughs> they didn't have runner things. You know, they were clearly, like, they Runner were, things. Yeah, they, they weren't. And I'm sitting around, and I'm like, oh, man, am I, like, really? Like, am I it? Am I the only person that is not, like, ripped like one of these runners that's going to be on the runner side? But see, it's intimidating until you do it and you realize that you can do it just as well as they can. Well, yeah. it also helped that as the morning progressed, I was beginning to see more, like, people that were... They were runners, but they weren't there to, like, compete. It's like, I'm going to kick ass. They were there to yeah. have fun. Yeah. Like, there were some dudes that pulled up behind me, like, listen, they were, like, blaring the Resident Evil soundtrack. And they got out of the truck, like, fucking, like... All these bear claws come purling out of the truck. I'm like, the guy's got a massive gut. And he's holding up the little the little belt we had to wear, too. And he's like, yeah, really? Sure. 22-inch <laughs> <laughs> waist? All right. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I think... I'm sorry if I'm getting his name wrong. I was really nervous. But I ran into listener John was out there. Yay. His name was John. He was a listener. And he's a big fan of all the shows. Oh, awesome. Um, so, yeah, he was out there. And it was cool to see him. So, hi, John. Hi, John. Hi. I hope it's your name. I'm sorry. Yeah. I forgot. I no, I know how it can be kind of a blur. But you did it. Yeah, That's so cool. The whole time I was nervous, and then you get into the pack, and they start to get you pumped up, and then I had that moment of like, holy shit, I'm actually going to do... And 5K doesn't seem like a lot to a lot of people, but... Oh, it totally is. It's a decent decent little track. And towards the end, like the last 200 yards, I think I actually... I'll have to check the video. I think I actually just started giggling. (laughs) Because like I was at the end, and I was running through the ending, and I just started like giggling uncontrollably, so... Because you know you did it, and you can see the the finish. Yeah, and then they had had free samples of like, quote, healthy cookies. Oh! Greg's all jealous now with the samples. Yeah, no, man. Oh, yeah. I hadn't eaten yet. I was so hungry. Oh, yeah. So I grabbed all them, like the Cliff Bar cookie samples. Oh, hell yeah. Give them samples. That's what they're there for. (laughs) They're snacks. Yeah. (laughs) They're for sampling. So now after you've done one running event, would you ever do like a non-themed one? I don't know. If I got in more shape, I might do a non-themed one. Mm. I really like, they call them, I guess, fun runs. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah, like the color run? Yeah, or like, like I want to do the color run. I guess in November, the same group that does this is doing the ugly sweater run in Beaverton. Oh, running in a sweater sounds that, miserable. That, that doesn't sound fun to me. It's like at the end of November, so it's cold, but you're supposed to come in like the most hideous Christmas sweaters you can do. Hmm. I don't, I don't think I could do that one. I would get too overheated. Yeah. Yeah. I sweat as it is yeah. way too much. Oh, We're know. sweaters in life, Greg. Uh-huh. <laughs> waka, waka. But yeah, I would probably do the color one. I'm definitely going to do this one again. This was a lot of fun. That sounds. I don't. That sounds kind of terrifying. Like um, I mean, it sounds fun, but I don't really like being startled, particularly by people coming out of the woods. Well, they're not. It's not like a haunted house. It's not startled in that way. Well, it's in that you know they're there. The thing that gets you is like. Eventually, you start to think like I don't want to lose these. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want you little fuckers to catch me. No. And yeah. it looked, and that worked. You know what? You made a you made a decision on the fly. Yeah. And you decided to barrel on through, and you ended that's with one. That's awesome. That's right. Well, congratulations, Frank. It yes, was fun. Indeed. It was a lot of fun. That mm. was that. That's very cool. Um, there's something else you did that was awesome this last week too. You had a lot of awesome I did? things. Yeah. You went and saw the Bigfoot movie. Oh, so yeah. <gasps> what I wanted oh, to go that the see. One with Bobcat I couldn't. Yes. Yeah. Willow Bobcat. Creek. I told you too. I know. It's like I'll even hold you a ticket. I know. I. Stuff came up. I, I wasn't able to go, Stuff. which I lost for this. Mm. Um, but yeah, Willow Creek, which is Bobcat Goldthwait's new movie. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a horror film by Bob. And it's a found, it's a quote found footage. 
which I'm not a big fan of. Mm-hmm. But the way he did it was neat. The whole film only has 65 edits. Wow. And if you know anything about filmmaking, Damn. usually there's 65 edits in the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because his whole premise is like, the thing that bugs me about found footage films is that the premise behind them, that means that some asshole found all the tapes and said, hey, I'm sorry, your family was brutally murdered. Do you mind if I edit this and make a profit out of it? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's hard to get over. And on his, the edits are clearly done by just in camera. Mm. Like when you're recording someone, you hit stop, start, stop, start. There's not splicing. It's just one continuous tape. That's and that's awesome. how they filmed it. Um, and it's about a it's about a, a boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, she's an actress. Doesn't really believe, but the boyfriend has watched the first. What's the tape called? Uh, the, the with the guy walking the Bigfoot walking. Oh, that's the, the God. Why am I? They reference right? it all the time. Yeah, it's it's the one in California. It's the no, Russian it's River. No, 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 no. The one in Oregon. Uh, are you talking about the most famous one? Maybe. Is it not? I thought it was in Oregon. I think it's in Northern California. Oh. Well, anyway, he wants to go there for, like, his birthday. Like, he wants to go camping in there. Okay. And shoot his own little mini documentary. Patterson Gimlin? Yes, that's it. Yeah. 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 And so they go to to Willow Creek. They go to that whole area. And what's neat is that a lot of the people in the movie are playing themselves. Hmm. So the people in that town that have kind of are in Bigfoot lore, they're playing themselves in this movie. Um, And they drop also other hints that it, you know, because it's a horror film, so bad shit's going to happen. But they drop hints pretty early that, like, where you're going to get this footage is not like in a regular campsite. Wait, it's so like this is a it's a it's not a documentary. It's an actual m- yeah, no, manufactured no, movie. It's a manufactured film. Gotcha. But it's filmed like a documentary. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. They include like Blair Witch. Yeah, or, but they include know, people playing themselves. Like they're not playing characters. They're being who they really are. Okay. Um, and as Greg knows, um, where they have to go isn't like federal or state campgrounds. They mm. have to go out into the wilderness. Yeah. And, like, the locals tell them, like, you know, it's pretty down there, but, you know, there's, there's, there's river people that live there. There's people that grow pot and make meth. Maybe, like, you guys shouldn't go out there. Like, we know you want to do the Bigfoot thing, but, but it's not just, like, there's, like, there's bears and cougars and, you know, meth makers. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, well, like, and, meth people. And that's true. In southern Oregon, there is some messed up stuff out in some of those woods out there. That's uh, southern Oregon, northern California and all that. Because there's also a big trade in the mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. That's out there. And there's I've, – I've talked to some buddies who are, who are parks rangers who have been out in that area. And there is some – there's, like, armed gangs out there in the middle of nowhere. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. Armed yeah. gangs in the Bigfoot? Armed gangs like, in yeah, the like, middle like of nowhere. gangs, yeah. Yeah, or th- th- there was um, – Like deliverance He encountered gangs? one. It's like a Laotian gang that's way out in the middle of the woods. You'll never see them until you stumble upon them. And they're all armed, and it's all part of this mushroom thing. It's weird. Weird shit happens way out in the woods. It's, so they, they build up part oh, of that, like that. Which, is, yeah. which is real. They build yeah. up part of that so that when they do finally get in the woods, and there's something that happens when they first get in the wilderness that I'm not going to tell you about. But they, Bobcat's dropping all these hints of like, it, it, like Bigfoot's probably the least of your worries out there. You know, there's bears and mountain lions. Oh, and these fucked up people that kind of live out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they finally go out into the woods. And the whole time I was watching it, all I could think of is that the two characters were 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 Greg and Sarah. <laughs> because <laughs> the whole time she's like, Okay, this is fun. I know it's for your birthday and I'm out here, but like we should probably turn back. Like we should probably like we should Hell yeah, if like, I was maybe let's stay in a hotel and we'll make these like day trips. And the guy is like, No, you gotta get in deep. It takes an hour to hike in. We gotta get the footage. We gotta camp by the river. It's fine, it'll be great. Heck yeah. And she's like 
well, I mean, okay, like maybe one night, okay, we could, okay, maybe, and he's like, yeah, 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 and like, I gotta get evidence, and I gotta oh, get physical Jesus. evidence, and but there is a scene. Does she talk about wanting to kill Bigfoot when she sees him? I, uh, there's actually a conversation where she talks about like how come they haven't ever found a Bigfoot carcass? How come? Yeah. <laughs> um, and like the other guy retorts like, well, how have you ever seen a? Have you ever seen bones in the woods? And she's like, well, yes. He's like, what? What have you seen? It, seriously, it cracked me up. I mean, <laughs> and I imagine this is how Greg goes camping too with this guy. But there's a scene in the movie. Uh, Bobcat talked about it the Q and A afterwards. Well, with Cliff from Finding Bigfoot. I know. Who was Aaron in, texted me? Who was all in this. attendance doing a Q and A? Oh, I don't know. All I know is Bobo the Squatch Hunter. He's I believe with Bobo. I believe Cliff is the guy who says it's getting very squatchy. In it's that. getting very squatchy out here. Yeah, yeah that, that's Cliff. Yeah, is he the, like the uh, squat guy, like bald? No. All right, I'm thinking uh, of a different. Guy. He had a hat on. So maybe, you might be thinking of Bobo. He was the squat. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it was Bobo. No, this guy actually looked like he was pretty in decent, middle aged but in good shape. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there is about a almost because he mentions it in the Q and A. It's a 19 minute scene, no cutaways. The camera goes black a few times from them turning off the light of just the two car- the, the boyfriend and girlfriend in the tent staring at the camera because they're, ta- they're, they're looking straight ahead, not right at you. Mm-hmm. With one light on, one lantern on inside the tent because they hear things outside. <gasps> are they scary noises? Are they, like, are they the squatch noises that they're, Greg always it's, does, it's like the, uh, the stick hitting the tree and stuff? Yeah. Because the guy's like, That's, it, it's knocking. That's what they do. That's how they communicate. There's knocking. There's the shriekings. Yeah. But there, but I, David Walker was there. He was sitting across from me across mm-hmm. the aisle. It was probably one of the most terrifying 19 minutes I've ever had in a movie. Really? really? It got about 10 minutes in where I found myself wanting to yell, just do something. Yeah. Like, kill them, attack. Some, I can't take the tension anymore. <laughs> and there's a part where I, I hear to my left across the aisle, I hear, a, no, oh, oh, hell no. And I glance over and Walker is doing like that, like, he and I love horror films. Like, we don't scare easily in horror films. Uh-huh. And he's doing the... Yeah, it was that. And he's doing the eye cover thing of like... Like the peeking through? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I, and I glance over at him and he looks at me and he's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was really well done. So is it going to be... Is it still playing anywhere? I don't know. Um, I hope... I what ho- was it called? Willow Creek. Willow Creek. He's okay. basically doing a tour of it. He's doing one, one showings a night. Okay. In different cities all over the country. And then hopefully it gets a more limited release. But it's one I would totally own it if it comes out. It'll come out on DVD. Um, it was his first time to Portland, too. He said he really enjoyed it. Uh, he was amazed at the turnout for like a Tuesday night. That theater was oh, packed. That's awesome. Yeah. Bobcat. That's so cool. I need to go. <laughs> I need great. to go see he it. Did a quick, just... cute, he did a quick little introduction at the very beginning. And the mic was only like three feet off the ground. <laughs> oh really? So he put it on stage and he's trying to fix it. He gets on his knees and he's like, "What? Did you guys have Rob Schneider in here last?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, right." And people are like, "Oh, he's like, oh yeah, Rob Schneider burned. That's gonna fuck me over in Hollywood." <laughs> and he brings it back up. And he Once does, you burn Rob Schneider, you can't go back. Yeah, and he does like a quick little five minute intro about the film, and then he says, "I hope you enjoy it." And the screen it goes black, and the screen starts to play or whatever. He didn't take the mic off the stage, so it's casting a tiny silhouette across the screen. And he gets like 20 feet up the aisle in the Hollywood. And some jackass in the middle of the screen goes, why don't you move the mic stand? <laughs> <laughs> and he stops. He's like, what? Fine. So here's the director turning around. And as he grabs it, he grabs the mic again. He's like, why don't you move it, fat ass? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, enjoy my movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was, enjoy my movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, since it is Halloween week, um, 
I actually watched uh, watched something that I know you guys have already seen. I have not seen it yet. I finally watched The Conjuring. <gasps> Ooh, what did you think? It was. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's pretty good. It's really good. I mean, who any, for anybody who hasn't seen The Conjuring, it's you know based on a true story mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I won't really go into the entire the entire part of the the movie. It's really good. I'd suggest watching it, even if you don't believe the uh, based on a true story part. That's fine. It's still it's still an awesome. Mm-hmm. Movie. It's a oh, good I really movie. liked that movie. Yeah, and uh, but one of the things though, so I've been I watched this yesterday and I've been obsessed pretty much ever since. I went to sleep looking this stuff up and I woke up looking this stuff up. So they reference. So how did you sleep? <laughs> not very well. Yeah, no, not shit. very well at all. Because they reference in the beginning. Were you looking up the doll? Were you looking up Annabelle? I was looking up Annabelle the doll. Oh, yeah. Annabelle the doll. So in this <laughs> thing, they talk about how there was this doll, and I know you can call it silly, whatever you want, but they there's this doll that they reference that. Um, was supposedly controlled by a demon or hey, something Greg. like that. Greg. Yeah, that's that's messed up. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's totally messed up. Uh, and I and I started looking this stuff you up. Not even and that close, is, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you breathing. Oh, that's creepy as hell. <laughs> but I started looking up this Annabelle the doll thing, and then I went from that and became obsessed with looking up other haunted objects. And this Robert the doll. Is one of the most terrifying things I've ever I've ever read about. This is what you were doing yesterday. <laughs> I, wonder many, is, I wonder how many dolls are in that attic space. <sighs> oh my god! I don't know. There has to be a doll. In There's there. children's Somebody. stuff up there. There so, is. I, I think Greg's finally getting comfortable with the fact that he probably is haunted by a ghost child. I at this don't point. think so. Okay. <clears throat> Nonsense. And it's, and it's abuse of grandmother. Uh, oh yeah. Well. This this one I looked up and I just I didn't know if you guys had ever heard about this or not. Robert the doll or Robert the haunted doll, which uh, I mean I'm I'm sure I'll read about it, but I haven't heard of it. Okay, so essentially it's this <laughs> and it's this doll that was um, wow. Jacob's you actually see it. been to their house to the Warrens Museum. Oh wow, that's cool. Wow, that yeah, awesome. that's really cool. Um, so Robert the doll, this is actually on display at a museum in Florida right now. You can go see this thing. But supposedly it was this doll that was given to this guy, Robert Eugene Otto, in 1906 when he was oh a kid. Oh, my God. You really did research this. Yeah, and I've got Man. to pull it up here. Because oh, it is, it's like is a big it? tourist. It's a big tourist thing down there. That you can, thing is to go and get looking. your picture taken with it. And, of course, now since it's Halloween, there's a bunch of stories about him out there. So this doll was given, um, was given to this guy in 1906 <laughs> by his uh, Bahamian. Some, somebody who hated him? <laughs> his parents had a Bahamian servant, a servant from the Bahamas. And she gave him this doll. Now, supposedly, it was a cursed doll. She was mad at the family. This is just what the legend is. And she was mad at the family. And this doll was cursed that she gave She's to a little boy. slowly turning into you, Aaron. <laughs> I'm just telling what the story is because it's, it's interesting. Yes, Greg. I believe you. I'm just saying what the story no, was. No, I want to know. I know it's going to scare me. Okay. Well, so anyway, they gave him this doll. And this kid um, wouldn't go anywhere without the doll. He named the doll Robert. And which coincidentally was his actual first name as well. But he named the doll Robert and he would talk to it all the time and people would hear him talking to it and then hear like another voice responding. And he was always in another room with it. And then weird shit just started happening, I guess, at this house. And the doll would like move rooms and it would just be in a different <laughs> room like when they come back. So did the Warrens doll. investigate it? The Warrens didn't investigate. This was before their time. I just oh, found yeah, I this. So, yeah. I just found this after. When you fell onto the possessed doll rabbit hole. <laughs> Bahamian? Is that how you would? I don't know. I'm I don't know if I trust Keelan on how to say it. It's Bahamas. Wouldn't it be Bahamian? No, it probably Bahamian. It probably is Bahamian. Bahamian? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm like, I'm not going to take too much crap for that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, 
this uh, this doll would go to different rooms, and supposedly this kid would talk to it all the time. And they found it, it, it like it would come in and just dis- his room would be like completely destroyed. Which who knows what it is? Yeah, it could have been him. But he would always blame it on Robert. And then he started saying that Robert was trying to kill him. Robert wanted him to die. And so they eventually stuck the doll up in the attic. Years go by, they uh, sold the house, mm-hmm. and there was another little girl that came there, and they found the doll and gave, gave the girl a little doll, and she instantly started complaining about how the doll was um, trying to smother her, the doll was like coming, like trying to kill her, all these things. Supposedly, That's though- That's creepy. You can go there and take your picture with it now. So it's still still there from 1906. I don't want to take my has picture anyone, with a haunted doll. Has anyone investigated the house or the doll, like in the, like a group? You know, and I don't I don't know for sure. This hmm. is, all I know is what I've read on the story, and I thought uh, it was I, mean, I thought it was I thought it was pretty interesting. I'd check it out. I would totally go and investigate it just for the hell of it. Yeah, uh, the doll made an appearance at a Taps convention where they brought it in there. Uh, uh, they brought it there, but so that was the first time it had left Key West in 104 years. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, and it's dressed like a little Navy sailor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dressed like a little Navy sailor. Mm-hmm. With like a, and, and the doll, I guess, is it says the size of a five-year-old child, so it's a big doll. Ugh. And it's got a, it's got its own stuffed animal, too, that it holds. Like a little stuffed lion, I think it is. Yeah. Well, that's like, stuffed the, bear. like the doll in, um, in The Conjuring, because they make it you know like this creepy porcelain-faced doll, but really it's a Raggedy Ann doll, right? Yeah. In real life? Yeah, yeah. it was a Raggedy Ann doll. It's like yeah. a huge, but huge But porcelain dolls are just creepier, that's why. They're totally creepier. Yeah, they're wrong. I know. I was wondering if they changed it because they couldn't get like the copyright to Raggedy Ann or something. That's very possible, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, because the people that still own that are very protective of that image. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Of uh, Raggedy Ann. Yeah. Raggedy, oh, Raggedy Ann and Andy. Yeah. That's yeah. True. I had fallen down the Annabelle wormhole before, and I was looking at it, and how like the Warrens had taken it to their house, and before they put it into that secure case that they had locked it in, that it, it was uh, constantly moving around their house as well. Yeah. That's just I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Yeah, that is that is a that is pretty unnerving. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely pretty unnerving. <laughs> Ew, and now there's people posting. Oh, oh it's the neighbors, sorry. I'm hearing your neighbors plinking. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So now we're like talking about this, I'm like, what the fuck's going like what's plink plink? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> what's plinking over there? Well, whatever you do, don't start researching the big boxes. Oh no, I already went down that road. That's I already went down that road big too. Big one's in Portland. Oh yeah, no, we had talked hey, about yeah. that before. Bahamian. All right, Bahamian. I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. Oh, you're so, oh, that's what you were doing over there. I'm like, what are you obsessing over? All right, well, let's do a little bit of... Yes. World of Crazy. I'll try not to mispronounce anything. <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm out of... Bikini barista sunscreen tasting no, coffee. She's got, a, she's got a boob juice. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, I want to thank everybody who sent this to me. <laughs> this is a story about a man and his beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Real American hero here. Real American. That's exactly what this I was gonna. <laughs> I was going to actually take that out, but never mind. Oh. I'll put it in. So uh, Budweiser has you know, since phased out of its Real Men of Genius commercials. Do you guys remember those? Yes. Yeah, uh, back in 2008. But this man may be enough to bring them out of retirement. So in that vein, today, the writer of this article says, We salute you, Mr. Run into a burning building to save your beer, man. Yes, a man whose building was burning down. Decided to run back in to save his beer While others feared for their safety And wondered what to do He courageously jumped back into the fire Jeopardizing his own safety And possibly the safety of others 
for just one more round. <laughs> this real-life man of genius is Walter Serpit. He lives in Columbus, Georgia. He's a resident uh, who was watching television at his home Thursday afternoon when a new water heater in the place was be- believed to have started the fire. As the room filled with smoke, uh, Walter Serpit, along with five other adults and two children, escaped to safety. Once clear of the structure, everyone was safely out of the house. Uh, Serpit decided that he wanted to go back to the house to retrieve something. No, it wasn't the possible loss of his family photos, beloved pets, or family heirloom, uh, heirlooms. No, he ventured back in to rescue some beers that they could drink while they were watching the house burn down. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to have to sit there watching it, aren't you going to kind of want to drink? I mean, at that point? <sighs> well, he said, I told the kids to get out and everything. I was trying to get my beer out. I went back into the house like a dummy, and the door shut on me because the backdraft was about to kill me. Fortunately, he escaped the fire without injury, this time with a couple of beers in hand. <laughs> no one was harmed in the incident. And those are probably the best beers he's ever had. God, he's a fucking idiot is what he is. Yes. <laughs> No beer is that good. <laughs> well, Greg, I know that you do ball, uh, world of, or ball, ball of crazy world of talk. Ball talk sometimes. <laughs> yes. But I did find a story about one of my heroes in the athletic world. And so I kind of felt like I needed to talk oh, about it. Oh, is it going to be about Joey Chestnut? It is about Joey Chestnut. <sighs> Joey Chestnut has now beaten Kobayashi and yet another record. Joey Chestnut has eaten, over the weekend, 121 Twinkies. Good for him. In a row. Yes, he did. Yes, the competition was uh, held in Bally's Casino in Mississippi uh, this past weekend. Chestnut was able to choke down 10 more Twinkies than the man who came in second place. And third, uh, let's see, excuse me, and fifty more, more than the third place competitor. So he made, he ate one hundred and twenty-one. Take that, Kobayashi! <laughs> I know, right? One hundred twenty-one USA, <laughs> USA. <laughs> well, yeah. So he did uh, one hundred and twenty-one Twinkies in six minutes. Do you think they soak them like they do the hot dog buns? I'm sure that they dip them. Oh, imagine the clog that's going to cause them. Oh. Nah, there's so much oil. I bet you can just sloosh right out. You think so? One hundred twenty-one so. of them. Just all gummed and just up and balled right up in out. there. Yeah. Oh, God. Imagine the film it would leave in the top. Because, like, you know when you eat oh. one, the film on the top of your mouth? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine what your mouth feels like after 121? Oh, that's oh, so God. gross. Yeah, so they're saying on Saturday, so basically he did this in six minutes, which means that he averaged eating 20 Twinkies per minute. Wow. How is that even possible? So a Twinkie every three seconds? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. That's a lot of Twinkies. There's no way he chews then. He's got to just dip them and swallow. <laughs> Crazy. Blah, 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 blah. Well, Chestnut does add this new food group to his growing number of competitive eating titles, most notably his world record of 69 American hot dogs and buns at Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest this past year. You know what? We should try and... Is Salvador Molly still around? I think so. I, I think I know definitely the one in Southwest uh, is. Yeah. No, entirely sure. Totally. It's one of those things that I would love to see him try those. Oh, oh the, the super great, hot, the great balls of fire. Yeah, oh. isn't that with ghost peppers or something? No, or? it's habaneros. Habaneros. No, ghost peppers straight up kill you if you eat yeah. any. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I can't do the spicy. Well, speaking of foods, guys. <laughs> now it's been invented that you can attach a device to your phone to emit certain smells that you can set as meeting reminders. Oh. A new smartphone plug-in accessory can release a puff of a scent into the air if you decide that you don't want to be reminded by an alarm and said you want to be reminded by a delicious smell, such as bacon. 
Okay. If you set it up for a meeting, so uh, so what happens is this technology attaches to the headphone socket on both an iPhone and an Android smartphone, and uh, when told by the companion app, it actually releases a burst of fragrance uh, paired with a customizable uh, LED light. So you could actually get. Different scents. So, say for example, you want to wake up in the morning, but you don't want that blaring alarm. You can get the scent and plug it into your phone, such as bacon. You can get coffee. You can also get strawberry. So it's just that one scent for whatever app you have. Yeah. So you can plug it in, and then it'll cause the the uh, the thing that you plug into the top of your phone to release that smell. Can you customize it? You can customize <laughs> it. Farts, huh? You're going for farts, aren't you? Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a guy. I'm instantly thinking about you know what could you do to mess somebody yeah, over? Yeah. Here's it has the two a, I actually be woken up by like a coffee smell in the morning. That wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad. But, but I then you not... don't get coffee, so that'd be kind of shitty. Sucks. Yeah, and that's the thing is I don't want to create a subconscious connection between the cell, the scent of wonderful bacon, and yeah. a shitty meeting. Yeah. Because like now, whenever that's a good I make, point, yeah, you're making bacon. Like, oh fuck, I got a meeting tomorrow. Like I don't need to be reminded every time I smell bacon that I have <laughs> like to go to something these... shitty is happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it should be awful smells, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, they have multiple smells, but right now the ones that are listed are just the bacon, strawberry, and coffee. Right. Um, so this is uh, reported. So this is called the Scentee, S-C-E-N-T-E-E. Uh, it only costs five bucks, and if the it, smell is good for 100 uses. Yeah, this will only be used for evil purposes. This it will. will only be used for <laughs> yeah. office war, which yeah. I approve of. Because <laughs> someone's going to mod it and make it smell like, you know, burnt popcorn broccoli farts. Right. You know? Yeah, that's, that's absolutely what someone's yeah, going to do. Yeah, and, and they'll trigger to where, like, every time someone gets an email... Mm-hmm. So Is I can already, release that smell. Yeah, I can, Keelan, oh, Keelan's already going to set it up, even though he doesn't work with her anymore. To where like he can send an email to Carrie, and she's going to be on the computer, and all of a sudden she'll be like, "What the hell? What's that smell?" And Keelan's going to be <laughs> on the other side of the city, just going, "Lol, ding, 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 I farted you." That would See, be a Greg, good bet. At some think point. of your 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 text message wars. What you could do? Oh my gosh! What? Wow. That would be a that good be... bet for the next time we have to buy one of those scenty things, then we get to pick the smell, and the other person has to keep it for a day. Yeah, but right now it's all good smells. That's true. So you have to wait for another- I don't another... necessarily like the smell of bacon, though. What? Yeah. What? That's okay. I, don't, I mean, I don't I don't dislike it, but I mean, it's not like something- I mean, if you're a- Well, now that I know that, now- If you're a yes, vegetarian, I guess I'd understand, but you're not. I am not. I don't- How can you like meat and not like- I don't understand- I like it when it's really mushy, but nobody else likes mushy bacon. No, mushy bacon is gross. Mushy bacon's the best. I want crunchy. I don't like crunchy bacon. No, crunchy. I want burnt. I'll take it burnt over mushy. He likes his pork black. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> Just like his coffee and women. Strong, black, and preferably fair trade. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> All right, I'm going to end with that one. <laughs> My friends is too old crazy. Well, because it is being... So we talked about this thing a couple weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. It's being requested, like, by many people. I just feel like we're doing something that's five years too late. Oh, probably. If we were to do it. What, hold your Wii for a Wii? <laughs> hold your what? <laughs> you don't remember when Intercom killed somebody? <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Hold yeah. your Wii for a Wii. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I like that you phrased it like that. Too. Yeah. All right, well, we don't have to. Well, let's put it, uh, I don't know. What What do you think, Aaron? What? We did talk about... Something five years ago? Well, no. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. So I, so Greg and I were talking... Unless it involves investigating your house, it doesn't matter. No, we were talking about 
It's being requested by a bunch of people. I don't know. Let's see if, if, if you would be interested in this. About doing mm. a Bane off. Oh, now? Why don't we why don't we do this? Let's prepare something and we'll do it next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I like that. We'll at least like prepare a pair uh, like we can get some phrases together. Yeah. We can all get together our And there'll be specific phrases and we have to go through there'll be three different specific phrases we all have to do. Yeah. And that'll be what the judging's on. Okay, or we all have to prepare material in advance. Like, well, no, we should write our we should pick our own phrase and each do 30 seconds in the Bane voice of a phrase of something that we found. That can't be from Batman. Wait, no, it can't be Batman. That would then be how fun. are we going to judge the Bane? Because it's the accent overall. Yeah. It doesn't so much. Besides, there's that awesome, there's that quote, Dark Knight Rises outtakes where Bane is just obsessed with fiber and strawberries. <laughs> 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 it's genius. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll each prepare something. So 30 seconds? 30 seconds. 30 seconds of speaking as Bane, and then we will, we will have the judging of that next okay. week. Okay. All, all right. right. We can do that. Done. Okay. We can do that. <laughs> I and by the Bane judging, you mean when I win. Oh, I totally will win. Okay. What are you talking about? No. We all know I will, but that's fine. Um, I almost got arrested two years ago for talking like Bane. What do you mean How? you almost got arrested? At Paul and Anna's party. Not this last one, but the year before. Uh, myself and Jesse Graff were wandering down Hawthorne, talking like Bane to each other. <laughs> and a cop pulled over and says, what are you guys... And we just kept talking to him as Bane. <laughs> and I think at one time Jesse was like was like I'm not even gonna use my voice I'm not gonna share it but he's like do you not find us hilarious <laughs> and he was dressed as Darth Vader with a sombrero I mean it was and he's the cops looking around we're in the middle of the street and the cop looks around and says please tell me you guys are from a party that you can walk to within 20 seconds <laughs> and we're like yes he's like you need to go there now yes. like, otherwise I won't he's like eventually I'm going to have to write you guys up <laughs> eventually I'm not going to find this in public. and we're like okay <laughs> okay <laughs> wow that was awesome <laughs> Uh, send us an email, <laughs> funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up on the Fun Employment Radio Network at 5.30 p.m. will be a new edition of Drive new, Time in the Drive-In. New Drive Time in the Drive-In. We are wrapping up Horror Month. Uh, this is the last one for October, and I'm going to play in its entirety the soundtrack <gasps> to Shaun of the Dead. Woo! I'm so excited. That's awesome. awesome. It's such a great soundtrack. It's an amazing soundtrack. Yeah. It's so great. Okay, so he's going to be doing that today. And then later on after that? Uh, Accidental Housewives. Awesome. Uh, there's no Nate. He's out of town. However, filling his shoes will be the lovely Dana Thompson. You know her as Lieutenant Uhura from Trek in the Park. Oh, very oh, cool. cool. Yes, Dana will be in here. Oh, we're going to have lots of classiness in here yeah, today. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Aaron, Aaron will have to behave himself. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes for you, buddy. Yeah, no, I'll fail. <laughs> Um, don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com slash store. Order your Fun Employment Radio sweatshirt now. Yeah. Get your orders in. Before it's too late. Yes, indeed. We have lots uh, of different uh, sizes. Uh, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's actually a pretty good price. Yep. So go there now. Get your sweatshirt. Small through 5X. Yep. They're all available. All available for you mm-hmm. now. Oh. Right there. Oh. At funemploymentradio.com. Oh. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.